Welcome to you wherever you're at, whomever you're with. I'm so very glad that you are here with us for this message this weekend. Well, uh, ready or not, we are in the Christmas season and uh, we actually launched a new series, the prologue to the new series last Sunday. We're calling it uh, Putting the Mary Back in Your Christmas. And you know, uh, Christmas uh, can be characterized by a lot of other things besides Mary. <laughs> it can be characterized by stress, anxiety, depression, isolation, loneliness, you know, all the things that can be sparked when we're going through challenges around the holiday season. But uh, I believe that God uh, wants to reawaken a sense of gladness in our hearts in this season. In fact, when the angels declared the coming of Christ, they said this good news of great joy is for all people, and I believe that includes you as you're listening to this message. Well, uh, if you missed the prologue last week, do want to encourage you, go back and have a listen to it. Uh, but this morning, uh, I want to uh, invite you uh, to open the gift of hospitality. You know, uh, I don't know about you and your uh, gift giving and gift receiving, but one of my favorite things about the holidays is those gifts that you get to open before Christmas. You know, somebody gives you something and says, well, go ahead and open it now. And, uh, you know, maybe it's something you really would like to have through the holiday season. Maybe it's a special ugly sweater, pair of gloves or mittens, maybe even some weather tech <laughs> mats for your car. But uh, those gifts that you get to open ahead of the deluge of a pile of gifts on Christmas Day. And uh, I want to talk to us today about opening a gift like that ahead of time. And it's called the gift of hospitality. And uh, here's how we define being hospitable to people. It's the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, of visitors, or strangers. And, uh, you know, uh, this goes way, way beyond uh, offering tea and cookies to someone in your home. And I hope that after this uh, message, uh, you will get that uh, being hospitable, making room uh, for the needs and wants of others in our own hearts uh, is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves and share with others. You know, here's a group of people you may know. They're, they're like Christmas meanies. These are the bad guys of the holiday season. Let's test your knowledge. Hey, who's that guy in the green who looks like he's eating, you know, something bad for lunch? Well, I think you all know him. He's the Grinch. And uh, how about those two guys next to him uh, on his left? Uh, these would be uh, Harry and Marv, of course, uh, from the movie Home Alone. Uh, lower left-hand corner, uh, this guy who looks like uh, he's a pretty surly dude. That, of course, would be Scrooge uh, from the Christmas Carol uh, legend. And uh, now this will really test your Christmas knowledge. How about the guy there in the lower right-hand corner? Who's that character? Well, that would be none other than the sourpuss, Mr. Potter. And he, of course, is from the movie It's a Wonderful Life. But here's a, the common ingredient of all of these guys. Uh, none of them knew the value of the gift of hospitality, of freely and generously giving to others. And they had to learn life the hard way. Well, uh, hospitality is a big deal in the pages of the Bible. In fact, uh, kind of the core 
meaning of being hospitable is to receive gladly and to take upon oneself. Uh, hear that again, uh, kind of the core kernel of truth in the Bible is that uh, to be hospitable is to receive others gladly and to take upon their concerns uh, as your own. In other words, to share uh, each other's burdens. Uh, here's some uh, verses in the Bible that kind of give us a deeper glimpse into the, the, this gift of hospitality. In Acts chapter 28, uh, Paul and his travel companions had been shipwrecked. They'd washed up on the shores of Malta, and somebody uh, looked upon their need and took them as his own. It's a guy named Publius, and he was a chief official on the island, and uh, he's a great example. You don't even have to have a good name to be hospitable. You could have a name like Publius and still be generous and caring of others. And we're told that he welcomed the Apostle Paul to his home, and he showed us generous hospitality for three days. Now, uh, as you read the backstory on this in Acts chapter 28, uh, this guy named Publius not only invited uh, all of these uh, bedraggled travelers into his home to care of their needs, uh, but we're told that uh, uh, his own father was sick in bed with a high fever and dysentery, he was suffering, and the apostle Paul uh, goes in and heals him. Well, word got out around the island that uh, a uh, healing had taken place, and we're told that all the people of the island who were sick uh, came to Publius's home and were healed uh, by the Apostle Paul. As the story goes on, uh, we're told that Publius extended many other kindnesses to them, and then when it was time to send them on their way, he supplied them with everything that they needed uh, for their journey. And from this one episode, uh, we learn uh, the great goodness that is released into the world simply by opening our hearts to the needs of others. And hey, like Publius, you may even end up getting your name written uh, to where others will celebrate and uh, be inspired by the example that you set. Here's another guy named Gaius. Uh, we're told in Romans chapter 16, as Paul is signing off this great letter to the church in Rome, he says, Gaius, whose hospitality uh, I and the whole church here enjoy, uh, send you his greetings. And uh, Paul is saying that this one gentleman, he lifted the joy factor in an entire congregation because of how open-hearted and generous he was in extending hospitality to others. Uh, in the book of Hebrews, we're told that we should keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters, well, how do we do this? The writer says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. And then uh, this little, uh, uh, little uh, add-on blessing. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without even knowing it. Now, I don't know all that means, but I got to believe it could be a good thing to have these emissaries of light these powerful beings directly in touch with God hanging out around your home and around your life. And Paul says one of the ways we do that is by extending the gift of hospitality to others. And then finally, uh, Peter writes to his friends, and he says this, uh, offer, give, freely share hospitality to one another without grumbling. In other words, uh, don't, as the old saying says, don't spit in the soup. 
<laughs> Don't ruin your hospitality by grumbling and begrudging what you're giving and sharing with others. Well, I want to ask you a question, get you stirred up a little bit more about this idea of uh, opening the gift of hospitality. Why in the world a message on hospitality to begin the Christmas season? Uh, how does that fit, and why is that appropriate? Well, I believe the answer is something along this line. When we open our hearts, uh, it, opening our hearts is at the very center of the Christmas story. Opening our hearts to people is at the core of the coming of Jesus Christ. Let me explain. Uh, we're told when uh, the angel visited Mary, uh, and he said, look, uh, God wants to do something special in you, Mary. Uh, you're going to become pregnant with the Son of God, and it's uh, going to be not in the usual means, but the power of God is going to uh, cause this to happen within you. And, uh, you know, what could be more hospitable than offering our own bodies for God's purpose? And that's exactly what Mary does as she hears this announcement. We're told, then Mary said, behold, I am God's servant. I'm the servant of the Lord. And let it be done to me according to your word. Let it happen in me according to your will. And uh, what an expression of a heart that makes room for the needs and the, the priorities of others, in this case, God, saying, I want to do something that's going to bless the entire world. And Mary says, Lord, here's my body. Use it according to your will. Uh, her own betrothed, uh, Joseph, uh, he had to display the gift of hospitality. Here's how it unfolded. Uh, after an angel came to him in a dream and uh, said, you know, uh, Joseph was getting ready to, to ditch his his betrothed, he found out she was with child. He knew it wasn't his. And uh, he's about to uh, do a 180 and go as far as he can from the situation. Uh, God shows up it, through a dream, uh, speaks to him uh, about this reality. And here's what he says. Uh, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home. Uh, open your home to what God has set in motion. Don't be afraid to take her as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, Joseph, he went the extra mile in uh, welcoming Mary into his home. Uh, we're told in Matthew uh, that uh, and he had no relations with her until she had given birth uh, to the Lord Jesus. Uh, what an example putting our own preferences, our own needs, our own desires on the back burner and letting the priorities and the activity of God take precedent uh, in our actions. And, and then finally, this other glimpse of the Christmas story, that's famous scene uh, where they end up in a manger because of this reason. Uh, Jesus was wrapped in cloths and placed in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And uh, here we have a, a picture of what happens when the doors are closed, when our hearts aren't open, when we get Scrooge-like in our response to God, and there's no room in our lives for what he is doing uh, through us for others. Here's the truth I hope you'll hear as we think about opening the gift of hospitality. Uh, when we open our hearts indiscriminately, in other words, we don't judge and critique and measure the worthiness 
of those we're making room for. When we do that to people, we are opening our hearts to Jesus. Uh, Hear that again. When we open our hearts to people indiscriminately, regardless what they believe, how they act, what they look like, what they stand for, uh, when we open our hearts and make a place for others, we are opening our hearts to Jesus. Uh, He himself said, as much as you've done to the least of these, you have done it unto me. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, what I want, just, uh, want, want us all to hear in this message is that hospitality, it really doesn't begin in our homes. It begins in our hearts. It's a disposition of making room in our hearts for others, for God, for his purposes. You know, I love that song we sing this time of year, Uh, joy to the world the lord has come and then this wonderful exhortation let every heart prepare him room Uh, make space make a place uh, for god's priorities of loving people caring for the needs of others uh, bringing joy into someone else's life by meeting their needs Uh, all of these uh, come under the heading of hospitality and it begins in our hearts, you know, there's one letter where Paul was writing to some stuck-up Christians. Uh, they, they believed that uh, they were cut above the normal uh, believer, that they had gifts and abilities and spirituality and maturity that others didn't possess. And uh, Paul is trying to pry them away uh, from this uh, Grinch-like approach to life. And uh, here is what he writes to them. He says, uh, I have spoken, we have spoken freely to you. In other words, we've opened ourselves wide to you, Corinthians. We've opened wide our hearts to you. We're not withholding our affection or really anything else from them. But you are withholding yours from us. Uh, They've gotten in a place where they'd close their hearts to people that didn't measure up to their standards. And Paul exhorts them. He says, as a fair exchange, I speak to you as my children. We're family in this faith journey. Open wide your hearts to us also. Uh, You know, as we uh, barge in to this Christmas series, uh, I hope you'll think about uh, what are the things that keep me from being hospitable? What are the things that keep me from making room in my heart for people Uh, indiscriminately, uh, people I may not choose as my best friends, uh, but I can still offer the gift of hospitality. I think of the wise words. One of my friends, uh, he wrote these in a book called A Few Things I've Learned Since I Knew It All. And uh, when he knew it all, he found that he was caught up in a way of life that didn't make room for others. He called it the busy, important, serious syndrome In other words, uh, my life is so filled with uh, my own agenda. I don't have room for the intrusions of others. And the things that I'm about are more important than caring for the needs of someone who's shipwrecked, someone who just needs a little added joy or care and attention in their lives. And uh, my life is so serious, I don't have time for the frivolities of uh, making room for conversation with others who might need that. You know, as we uh, go to prayer, I want to look at these characters again, the mean guys of Christmas, and uh, really, we can become all of those uh, simply by shutting our hearts uh, to the generosity that God wants to pour into us and through us. And uh, as we pray, uh, I would remind you 
of this text. We looked at last week in the prologue. You know how Christmas, how how the the joy of redemption, of being reconnected with our creator uh, through the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. It's all about receiving a gift. Uh, For to us, a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and uh, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. I'm convinced of this. Uh, When we surrender to the governance of Jesus, when we open up to his kingdom, we allow him to counsel us, to reason with us, when we allow him to be authoritative and be our mighty God, when we draw near to him as our heavenly father and allow him to bring his uncommon peace into our lives, when we open up to those things, we become hospitable people. In other words, you can't stay Grinch-like. You can't be like Scrooge when you're receiving the kingdom that Jesus came to bring. Would you pray with me? Uh, Lord, thank you for this season where we celebrate your coming. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, lived among us. Lord, we want to be those people who uh, don't forget to be hospitable. Uh, As we uh, are early uh, in the month of December, I pray uh, that you would give us the grace to open this gift of hospitality early and often, and we'd find ourselves uh, stepping into uncommon situations, uh, inviting others into our lives, having conversations with folks we never dreamed of, and Lord, uh, maybe even experiencing emissaries from God, angels unaware, because our hearts are more open to you, what you're doing in our lives. If you're hearing this message, You've never received the gift of Christmas, the gift of Jesus Christ. You can do that right where you're at. Uh, Just make room in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I believe you came. I believe you died on a cross. I believe you rose from the dead. I believe you're inviting me to turn away from my sin, follow you. I open up to that. Govern my life, Lord. Become my wonderful counselor, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.